Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Hello and welcome to another episode of Swanglinese. Uh, Oscar and myself here enjoying some uh, winter sunshine in mm-hmm. Dubai. And uh, this week we wanted to have a chat about uh, something that Oscar's been working on and some uh, ideas and uh, um, theories he's got and also an, uh, an actual business that he's, he's looking at. And it's always an interesting concept when we talk about our own mm-hmm. <laughs> ideas. Um, but this week uh, Oscar's going to tell us a little bit more about what he calls the flip-flop entrepreneur. Yeah. So go ahead, Oscar, <laughs> yeah. tell us, what is it? Yeah, no, I told my story before, I think. I set up my business six years ago, and after one year, I was very close to bankrupt, and it was very hard financially. But last summer, uh, I was sitting in Sweden, in my uh, uh, the garden of my mother's house, mm. and working under the apple tree. I was yeah. working on my laptop, and I had a big smile on my face. And now I had my flip-flops on. <laughs> and uh, my, my mom came out and said, are you working today? And I said, yeah, I love working. You know, I love my work. Yeah. And uh, I just thought to myself, this is uh, something that I love doing. And it's what I would call a flip-flop entrepreneur. Right. So <laughs> I, uh, a flip-flop entrepreneur for me is someone that has a business that is based around his strengths. He loves what he's doing. And he makes more money than you need. Mm. So it's not about making the hundreds and hundreds of millions. It's about making more than you need yeah. and setting up your life, your business to support your lifestyle, the lifestyle that you want. Right. So, and uh, we did a trip to San Francisco, me and a friend, uh, last summer. To, uh, we went to a, a training there. And before the training, we, walked, we went around in Silicon Valley and Palo Alto and all this to check a little bit trends. And we met a lot of these startups, uh, young guys you know, in, the, in their 20s and they were all having this dream of you know becoming the next Mark Zuckerberg, right? You know, building a business, getting venture capitalists, and then eventually being bought up by you know yeah. Facebook, bought Instagram. Yeah. These kind of these kind That's of stories. Eighteen months, yeah. you know, uh, from nothing into b- millions and billions and all this. And yeah. when we digged a little bit, first of all, they were completely broke. They were sleeping on the sofas of their friends. Yeah, most of these people. And then secondly. When we asked, so what's the business generating? How are you going to make money? Mm. They didn't have an answer. <laughs> so yeah. me and my friend, my friend is also an entrepreneur. We, we were just like thinking, this is not, not the way. So I think you should set up your business to support your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think you're in the same, thinking the same way, Barry. What are your thoughts on this? Definitely. Uh, you, you need to have a business that sustains what you want to do. Um, but that, first of all, means that you need to know what you want to do. <laughs> Mm. Um, because you have to have a figure, mm. um, not in mind, but you have to have an actual figure of what your costs are. Yeah, yeah. So because there's no getting away from it, you need to know what is your mortgage, your rent, yeah. your food bill, your petrol bill, your heat, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. You need to know all of that to say right. Well, I need to generate fifty thousand dirhams a month. Yeah, yeah. To enjoy my life. Yeah. Uh, pay all my bills and like you said right at the beginning have more than I need yeah. so that I can actually for me the, the wealth comes from being in control of your time yeah. so that if you decide right I want to go to India tomorrow yeah. you like can go you are. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. you can you can yeah. go and you can take a little bit of time and you can yeah. go and have an experience and that's yeah. 
that's wealth for me because traveling yeah, like yeah. you it, it adds so much to your life yeah, yeah. that I'm, I'm happy to pay for that experience yeah, because yeah. It, it, it really does um, rejuvenate me every time I get on a plane to go somewhere yeah, yeah. I'm excited once even, I get on the plane yeah. even um, before you know, like you know planning it you know yeah whole... well I'm di- I, I, I'm one of those people that I'm working up until the point ah, I get on okay, the plane okay. so it's not until I'm sat on the plane yeah, and I'm very... going yes and there's right, no signal going. on your phone <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't although work. these days you're connected on the plane yeah, as well, yeah. so I can't get yeah, away yeah. But, but yeah this is the idea that my business gives me enough to to sustain the life I want, yeah, yeah. Um, th- and that's very personal to me. Just like everybody else's story is as well. Is that? Yeah. You, but you need to know what that figure is to be able to say, right? Well, if I if I can generate this much money, then I can live the life I want. Yeah. Now, for a lot of entrepreneurs, sleeping on couches and investing every last yeah. penny into your business is a yeah, it's common part of the, yeah. but I mean, I've been there as well. Yeah, it's part of the beginning. Yeah, you yeah, need absolutely. to know how you're going to make money yeah, and this is yeah. people come to me all the time about online businesses and the first question I say is how are you going to monetize that yeah, yeah. because if you can't monetize it it's not a business yeah how are you going to get investors if you don't know how to monetize it it's, it's not a business okay. businesses are out yeah. there to make money at yeah, the end yeah, of the day exactly. so if you can't make money it's not a business it might be a good idea it might be mm. a fanciful yeah, idea yeah. but it's not a business unless you can figure out how you are going to monetize that product service or whatever it is you want to do for people yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. this is a big problem, I think, for, for many. And, and this yeah. idea of coming up with an idea and sleeping on the couch in the hope that a Facebook or yeah, a Twitter yeah. or a Google is going to go, oh, look, yeah. that's interesting, and here's $500 million yeah. for yeah. you. That's kind of yeah. like going to the casino yeah. and putting all your yeah. money on black. You know? and, and what if you don't get that investment? Exactly. Like, what if you don't... You can't sell it, and then you're sitting there with 100 employees, and you know you have a heart attack because you're yeah. working so much, and maybe that's not what you set out to do from the beginning. So, yeah. I mean, in the framework, I divided it into four kinds of entrepreneurs. First, the starving one, mm-hmm. and if you're the starving entrepreneur, of course, you need to add more value to yeah. to get uh, find the clients and you know build the business. And then the passion entrepreneur, mm. and the passion entrepreneur is something we had a discussion yeah. about as well because. <laughs> I give it as, a, as an example. I was in South Africa. We were, you were also in South Africa. Yeah. We met there, yeah. uh, and uh, we stayed at this guest house. And the guest house, I think, had twenty rooms or something like yeah. this. And it'd been a passion. It'd been a dream for these owners to build to start a guest house. Yeah. But with twenty rooms, it doesn't sustain enough to. I think it was a little bit less than twenty rooms. So it's not enough to hire people. Right. So they end up working from seven in the morning till the last person checks in. Yeah. They had a couple of you know extras doing the housekeeping and doing these things but they end up seven days a week yeah. they basically do everything mm-hmm. and that's suddenly you have said that when i asked about this actually doing your business around your passions suddenly your passion becomes your nightmare yeah exactly so. you lose the passion for it and if it's something that you were truly passionate about that's really tragic yeah because yeah. what's worse than having a passion that turns into a nightmare be- yeah, and, and yeah. you have you know ill feelings yeah, towards yeah. it because it, it's not actually a business that can yeah. be scaled yeah. or a business that can be um, expanded upon yeah. in terms of employing people to do it yeah, because yeah. this is and this is something is self-limiting belief actually because your business is always scalable if you're willing to relinquish control yeah but the problem with most is that even for those yeah, friends small business small yeah. business well I'm not I don't think I'm generating enough to be able to employ somebody yeah. but 
guess what? If you employ somebody, you'll find a way to generate enough yeah. business to pay yeah. them yeah. at the yeah. end of the day. And this happened yeah. to me when I first set up my business is that I was trying to do everything. And the day I outsourced my first thing, uh, mm. rather than didn't outsource, but I got, uh, you know, a, 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 yeah, well, mm. full-time team member in the end. Yeah. But um, using geo arbitrage, I employed somebody from the Philippines to do uh, a load of the stuff that I, sh I knew I shouldn't be doing because yeah, yeah. I knew what my hourly rate was and I was not making that by doing the administrative yeah, yeah. stuff or the web development. Even though I can do it, I didn't have enough money really to pay yeah. him. But the day that I did it, it, re it released three or four hours yeah, for yeah. me to go and get more customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course then with more customers I get more revenue that I can pay this yeah. guy and then the, the yeah. cycle yeah, no, begins. Exactly. But yeah. you, you have to... Making the best use of your time. Yeah, yeah you have to A, know what you're worth uh, mm. in terms of your time and you have yeah. to also, you have to know your why. And yeah, this is what, if you've yeah. got a passion business, you are super passionate about it, you may decide I'm going to do everything to make it work. Yeah. But as your friends have found that actually... We, the, they are a bit limited because they don't have any more rooms. Yeah, so yeah. they can't, even if they and sell it's not all scalable, of them, it's yeah. not scalable. Or, rather than thinking about that, what else can they do? Yeah, yeah. What added value could they put into yeah, their yeah. You know, boutique hotel yeah, where either yeah. you will increase the cost, uh, sorry, increase the spend yeah, per visitor, yeah. increasing your rates, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you're going to increase your rates, you better provide something of added yeah, value. Yeah, yeah. Or other additional revenue streams that you could look into. So yeah. from, if I was them, I would be looking at all of the um, tourist attractions around and how you could link up yeah. with referring yeah, them yeah, into yeah, those yeah. and getting a fee yeah. and so forth. I mean, so they were in Stellenbosch, so they could easily get wine, kickbacks yeah. from the wine yards. And, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so for example, for me, skiing is one of my passions. Mm. But I'm not building a business around skiing because, and when I ski, it's really nice to, because I don't think anything about business. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if that was my, I mean, if that was my business, then, you know. Yeah, you're so thinking about all of the people that are yeah. on your ski trip and yeah. what if somebody doesn't turn up or their yeah. plane gets delayed or yeah. the worst, still they get hurt. Yeah. yeah, they get hurt. So, yeah, yeah so I, I divided into starving, uh, passion, and then the next category was the rich entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And this is the one that maybe made it. He built up a big company, he has hundreds of employees, and he makes lots of money. But his kids doesn't remember his name because mm. he's never home. He's always in the office, he's always working. When he's at home, He's thinking about his his work. Yeah, is this thing that quote that Jim Rohn normally says that when you're in on the beach, you're thinking about being in the office, and when you're in the office, you're thinking about being on the yeah. beach. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, my ambition is of course to make as much money as I can, but at the same time have the best possible life as I can. Mm. So I don't want to build a, a huge organization with hundreds and hundreds of employees, just uh, because that's not the lifestyle that I want. Yeah. So, but for some people it may be, so if that's you, yeah. you go for it. But Absolutely. But you need to know that. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. you need to know that from the beginning. Yeah. Sometimes you don't, people don't have that yeah. idea in place, and yeah. so then they kind of wander aimlessly, yeah. Yeah. and then they end up with a company with yeah. 150 yeah. employees and making yeah. this much money, and they're unhappy yeah. because they're not actually doing what yeah. they thought, well, they didn't know what they wanted to do, but now that they've got this, they realize this is not what I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah. So the, the fourth category then would be the flip-flop entrepreneur, that right. I call it. <laughs> and that's someone that enjoys what he loves, he loves what he's doing and he makes more money than he needs. And For me, a big part of being a flip-flop entrepreneur is setting up your business so it can be run from anywhere in the world. Yeah. I mean, you and me are now sitting in the park here in Dubai watching a, a lake. Of course, it's a man-made lake. <laughs> but instead of sitting in some boring office, we're sitting outside and looking at the palm trees and listening to yeah. the birds and, you know... So you set up your business so it can be run from anywhere in the world, you know. And this you just told me you're going to spend the summer in Canada. Yeah. You're not going to be off the whole time, but you're no, working from there. Work. You know? And this is the beauty of the internet, and this is where I see yeah. huge um, 
advantages for, for entrepreneurs today is they've got this amazing tool that they can leverage yeah. um, to, to really push their business forward yeah, and get yeah. well, make the money they want to do. But they can also, like you said, build it around their lifestyle where you can. And I know there's lots of, um, you know, people saying, yeah, yeah, this is rubbish. Everybody talks about yeah. being a travel blogger. Four-hour work like, week. Yeah. But, Tim Ferriss doesn't work four hours yeah, a day. No, he doesn't. He works he 24 was, hours yeah, a day, basically. Split but, tested, but that's yeah. the next episode. Yeah. But he, he um, and, and this is the idea that it's great to le le learn and listen to all of this stuff, but you've got to do it for you. Yeah, um, yeah. And you need to understand that, that anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Yeah, but there are lots of people doing these things. And the idea of you know running your business from, from a cafe in Brazil yeah. or on the beach in Thailand, yeah. whilst it, it may seem fanciful and out there for many people, it's definitely possible. If, yeah, you, yeah. if you know that that's what you want to do, yeah. then you just have to put the systems in place yeah, to, yeah, to do yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. You can do that for a physical product. You can do it for a digital product. Yeah, yeah. You can use online and offline to, yeah. to do this. But you end up, and this is a, a key lesson, you end up on your business, not in it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the difference, I think, for many uh, entrepreneurs and business owners is that you end up so engrossed in the business and, and I think this is definitely the the case for your friends in South Africa is that they can't even go on holiday because yeah, if, they yeah. sh if they go on holiday they have to shut down their only source of income yeah, exactly. for the seven days yeah, they go yeah. away which means yeah. can't afford to go yeah. away yeah. Um, and, and that's part of the issue I think with a lot of businesses is that they, they, they are so in it yeah, yeah. that there's no getting away from it yeah, and then yeah. if it was a passion it's definitely not a passion after three years of yeah, hard yeah. slog and, so and suddenly then, you killed your passion you yeah, know? Like, yeah and that's that i yeah. think is the ultimate tragedy because yeah, yeah. you, you need to be passionate yeah, about yeah. things and but then working with your strengths is another thing i mean i think both you and me enjoy teaching and public speaking and when i do that you know it's quite good money for one hour mm. and when I leave I, I'm, I have more energy than when I started you know because you get a kick out of it absolutely so. and this is something I do yesterday was in a school you know with mm. being cyberbully and uh, you know I was talking to parents and then I was talking to five and six year olds yeah. seven and eight year olds <laughs> and nine and ten year olds uh, about cyber safety yeah. and cyberbullying and online reputation and it, you know, we're a not-for-profit so we do charge for the sessions but it goes back into the R&D for the app that's coming yeah. out and the, the bigger reward was at the end you've got six and seven year olds coming up asking questions <laughs> A I can't believe that they're only six and seven years old because some of the questions you would expect from was you know, it Mine, Minecraft or Snapchat uh, yeah. Clash of the Titans actually oh, was really? yesterday yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I didn't even wow. have to answer the question because another young girl came up and answered the question for me <laughs> from these two little guys but you, you do you feel really good about you know disseminating some knowledge yeah. uh, and in, in many cases making a little bit of a difference yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and speaking yeah. to parents you know you get that yeah. as well so I and actually like you you get a lot of personal satisfaction yeah. which is not monetary yeah. and it's not related yeah. to generating the, 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 the revenue although that becomes yeah. almost like a byproduct yeah, yeah. Uh, and whilst every business and everybody is doing this to make money to pay bills yeah. and enjoy the life they want you also have to play to your strengths yeah no, absolutely normally nine times out of ten your strengths are your strengths because you enjoy doing that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um, and yeah. no i mean the way i was brought up was you do what you love doing and then everything will fall into place but i say love what you're doing and make lots of money the yeah. one thing doesn't have to exclude the other if you set up set it up the right way you know yeah. and this comes so. down to systemizing things is that yeah, you can exactly. but you, you you have to do a lot of preparation to do yeah, that because you course, have to make yeah. sure that what you're going to set up somebody wants to buy 
Yeah, and yeah, this goes exactly, back to, yeah, I think, yeah. previous episodes where we said, if you can't monetize yeah, it, no, or you exactly. don't know who your yeah. target audience yeah. is, then you may only be fixing your problem yeah, yeah, like yeah. you did initially, yeah. you know, with the smartphone yeah. coaching book, yeah. is that you fix the problem you have, and then you go to market and say, and which, oh, what do you need? Yeah, yeah but yeah. then nobody else has that problem. Yeah, exactly. well, that was yeah. a bit of a yeah. waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, of course, uh, you cannot only be based on your strengths. I mean, if it, it needs also be out in the marketplace and ask what problems there are and you know what problems you can solve and, and if yeah. you combine those I think you have the, and that, the winning formula definitely and I think that's long-term winning formula yeah really important element and uh, we were talking about this before that there's a quote going around the internet at the moment which is about education and it says stop asking your children what they want to be when they grow up ask them what problem they want yeah. to solve that's yeah, brilliant because that's that's what it is people yeah. go online to solve a problem whether yeah, it's your yeah. air conditioning is broken you want a new car a new laptop yeah, a holiday yeah, yeah. you're going to fix a problem and now, if we ask kids what they want to be when they grow up, they say fireman, astronaut, yeah, physicist. Yeah. But if you ask them what problem they want to solve, yeah, it yeah. changes the way they think about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then yeah. you, you foster that entrepreneurial yeah, yeah, spirit. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh. and, and I think uh, that's my definition, kind of, of an entrepreneur, someone that solves problems. You know? Yeah. So uh, we think the entrep- uh, That's why I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship because we solve problems. You know, and uh, yeah. So that's. Uh, so I have uh, something on the website if they want to test where they are now. Okay. So this is your tool. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, to, for any change to happen, you, d- you need to identify where you are now, hmm. then set up the goal where yep. you want to be instead, and bridge the gap with an action plan. So I have an assessment tool that they can download on the website, where they can measure where they are today right. com- with these variables, and then that will be the base. Uh, then you set your goals, and then you know what actions to take to bridge yeah. the gap. So yeah, which is you know this classic consultancy. You need a starting point and an end point, and then bridge it. You put yeah. put, put the pace the pieces in place to get yeah. from A to B. Yeah. Uh, so wait, what's the website where they can get that? So that's on my coaching website, so it's smartphonecoachingsystem.com. And uh, yeah, on there you'll see information, a flip-flop entrepreneur, just click on there and then you can download the, the exercise and you get a 15-minute uh, video training that cool. will help you get started as well. So that's uh, one of the tools that they can download. So Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Anything else or... That's... Uh, no, I think that's it for this yeah. episode. Um, as always though, we, we always say this is uh, not just about you and I. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're doing yeah. this uh, because we love we're... to interview profiles. Yeah, so exactly. And when we get to talk lessons, to other business yeah. people in, in in the market on the ground here, it's, yeah. it's fascinating for us and obviously interesting for people that are listening. Yeah. So if you're listening and you have any suggestions of people that you'd like us to interview, then uh, send us an email at wishlist at swenglinese.rocks. Uh, we'll get it and we'll do our best to get them on the show. Yeah, excellent. So thank you so much for tuning in. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.